0: Welcome to the Moms for Wellness podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and leading their kids to do the same. Welcome back to the podcast, my friend. So here we are at the beginning of the new year. A fresh start is on the mind, right? So fresh start. So what does that make you think of? why fresh start fresh cleaning cleaning of course right of course you're you're just cleaning out out with the old and with the new you have to clean everything right so but seriously i was i was opened up to the world of natural cleaning products a few years ago and i just wanted to share a few tips for you on how to get started with that because you know i just think with it, it just made me think of the fresh new year fresh cleaning and with that there's just so many toxin-laden products out there, and especially, you know, when any age kids in the house, but especially with littles and then you're cleaning a lot of stuff and then just the the toxins that they are exposed to growing up and then um, in your house. And so I just wanted to be able to take the time to just share with you some of the, the things that we do and actually I'm going to um, share also something I'm interested in trying. So like I don't do a, a ton of ton of different things, but if it's something that kind of intrigues you and interests you, this might be your start into it and you're just opening up to the possibility of doing some DIY cleaning products in your home. And the the thing is, like I said, the truth is there's just so many toxins in so many of the cleaning products that are out there and probably the ones that you have in your house now. And so what I want to do first is just look at some of um, the yucky things that are in common cleaning products. And um, just so you are aware of why bother doing DIY? Why would you even want to, what difference does it make? So I just want to share with you a couple of the different ingredients that are commonly in the products that you're using to clean your house. So one of them is coal tar dyes. And so what these are, they are derived from petrochemicals um, and they can contain trace amounts of heavy metals like cadmium, Arsenic and lead and they are synthetic dyes that are used to change the color of the product. So think like lavender laundry soap. That's bright purple. So that's the type of thing um, That is in um, is like those bright colors. It's um, typically those coal tar dyes uh, So the next one I want to share with, with you is um, on the label it would be mea DEA and TEA so these are known as ethanol ethanolamines pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Um, but they are common emulsifying ingredients. So they're that are found in cleansing agents. So the issue is that these are etho- ethoxylated, I don't know, ethoxylated alcohols. Um, and they can be contaminated with 1.4-dioxane, which is a possible human carcinogen that can persist in the environment. So MEA is known to induce asthma in workplace settings. So I know that asthma just seems to be on the rise in our children, and I think there's a lot of different reasons for it, but we don't want to be exacerbating the problem by having products in our home that we're using on a regular basis that can make it harder Um, for them to breathe. Um, Then DEA is a mild skin and severe eye irritant, and other studies have shown a link between um, tumors and this toxin. So the things that MEA, DEA, and TEA are found in um, are in dish soap, in liquid laundry detergents, in all-purpose cleaners, in oven cleaners, glass cleaners, surface cleaners, and floor cleaners. Do you use any of those things? So check the labels um, of the products that you have and check and see if this ingredient is in fact in there or not. Okay. The next one to watch out for is NPEs. So not um not, I don't even know how to pronounce this stuff, guys. That's why it's so bad. Non non etho, ethoxylate. I don't know, NPEs. What they are are surfactants that are used in some commercial and institutional detergents that enhance their effectiveness. So studies have shown a link between breast cancer cells and these toxins. Not something you want in your products. Um, They've also been found to harm reproduction in fish and other aquatic life. They are also known as endocrine disruptors. So the NPEs are found in stain removers, car wash products, all-purpose cleaners, toilet bowl cleaners, liquid laundry detergents, degreasers, and air fresheners. Oh my goodness, air fresheners. Okay, um, another one is SLS and SLES. Um, so these are surfactants that aid in the removing of oil and dirt from surfaces, and they also give our products that foamy lather. So typically, when when you have anything like even shampoos that foam up and lather up. It has SLS or SLES in it. Studies have been found. Uh, studies have shown that SLS and SLES are toxic to aquatic life, but there there is still no real data showing their effect on human health. Some studies have shown that in concentrations um, greater than one percent, there is a chance of eye and skin irritation. But here's the issue. The issue lies in the manufacturing process. SLES can be contaminated with ethyl, ethylene oxide, which is a known carcinogen, and the 1.4 dioxine, which is a possible carcinogen, and that was in the other um, thing, uh, also part of what was the other thing that we just talked about. That um, the MEA DEA and TEA um, also runs into that too. So. You don't want to be dealing with that, and so the thing is that since you, as a consumer, you don't have access to the information on the bottle, I just avoid both of those ingredients. So the names that you would look for for this is sodium laurel sulfate, sodium laureth with the th sulfate, sodium salt, ammonium laureth sulfate, sodium N-dodecyl sulfate dodecyl sulfate and sodium dodecyl sulfate so any combination of those um, would have would be the sls and sles so those the things that that's found in um, so that's what it is and what it does so the things that is typically found in our dish soap liquid laundry detergents cleaning, towelettes, and toilet bowl cleaners, and as well as cosmetics too. And if you remember, you can go back and check. Um, We talked about that in one of our episodes about skincare um, and cosmetics as well. Um, And then this next one, I have no idea how to pronounce it. Sodium dichlorosyanurate dihydrate, I don't know. Don't know how to pronounce it, but this is what it does. This is a solid chlorine bleaching agent that is sometimes used in water treatment plants. I'm just going to pause right there because like, if you have ever been past a, a water treatment plant, they stink. so badly but anyway this ingredient is really harmful um, ingredient that's found in cleaners It's highly corrosive and can cause severe skin eye and respiratory problems studies have found that this chemical can damage our kidneys and can be highly toxic to aquatic organic life um, creating long-term irreversible damage so the things that this is found in are disinfectants deodorizers surface cleaners and toilet bowl cleaners okay So you can, and I, I'm gonna have to create a sheet For these because it's hard to like hear them it's sometimes easier to see them written down and maybe I'll just write them all down in the show notes for you um so you can see them uh, written down so um so that's where they're found so the next one is ammonia okay ammonia is very common and so ammonia is a colorless ga- gas that is very pungent and it's composed of nitrogen and oxygen and if you ever have used this in your home you know how bad it can smell it can irritate the lungs the throat the eyes the skin and people with respiratory issues like asthma can can be very sensitive to it. And some studies have linked it to kidney and liver damage. Yikes. So the thing is ammonia is naturally is occurs naturally, right? But the use of cleaning products containing this substance can result in higher levels of exposure to vapors than from natural sources. So if ammonia is mixed with products containing chlorine bleach, then highly poisonous chloramine gas is formed, and so um, there's definite uh, danger with that in, in higher amounts and higher concentrations. But even just without that, like it, you don't want it in your home. Um, So this is that ammonia is found in all-purpose cleaners, window cleaners, stainless steel cleaners, drain cleaners, toilet cleaners, bathroom cleaners, oven cleaners, and even car polishes. And then the last one I just want to share with you is triclosan. And um, if you have a really good memory, you've heard this before. Triclosan has come up multiple times when I share about different uh, dangerous ingredients, different toxins that you do not want a part of your life. And so triclosan from this list is probably one of the worst offenders on this list for toxic ingredients that you would want to avoid in your cleaning products. And it's in numerous cleaning and even skincare products. Like I said, we it's been brought up before in other episodes because it acts as a preservative and it can also mask or prevent odors. So it was actually, interestingly enough, it was first used by surgeons, thanks to its antibacterial properties, and it's one of the worst cleaning products. Um, So listen to this quote. Triclosan is, quote, suspected endocrine disruptor that can mimic or interfere with the function of hormones, end quote. Not good. Not good at all. But on top of that, because it's an antimicrobial agent, there is concern that its extensive use in consumer products is contributing to antibiotic-resistant bacteria, thus limiting treatment options for microbial infections. So that's not good either. So um, so it's really, you know, a lot of people, I know there was a lot of talk about, at least when my kids were little, just like, oh, we're cleaning too much. You know, the kids aren't exposed to enough dirt and um, while that might be, uh, true to some degree and especially the dirt aspect, if they're not playing and actually in the dirt, we've had other episodes where we talked about the power of the dirt and the life forms and how that mimics our gut. Um, so it is important for kids to be in dirt and playing with dirt, but I don't think it's as much the cleaner homes, if you will, the cleanliness, but it's what we're using to do that because triclosan is in a lot of these products that we, you know, we moms are typically using to clean our homes. So please be aware of that. So the things that triclosan are found in are disinfectants and dish soaps, as well as antiperspirants, hand sanitizers, laundry detergents, facial tissues, and even toothpaste. So um, facial tissues, you know, I don't, I don't think I realized that that's really interesting. So. Check the ingredients on your tissues, Um, see if triclosan is there, that's really, really fascinating. Um, Okay, so that is the why behind what I'm going to share with you. So now let's get into the what. So I want to give you a few very easy to do, do it at home cleaning solutions that you can actually start using that would be better than the options that you are probably currently using because of all the things I just talked about, okay? So the first one is for an air freshener, it's a very, very, very simple thing to do. Um, And so what you do is you just get a little bowl and you put baking soda in it, and then you put several drops of an essential oil onto it and that'll freshen the room. It absorbs the odors and then the essential oil gives a really nice aroma in the room. So uh, pick a, a good high quality essential oil. Pick a scent that you like and put them um, in different rooms. Just make sure if you have little ones, make sure it's up high enough so they don't get it and, you know, get it all all over them. Um, But that is a super, super uh, simple way to um, freshen the air. And, of course, you can always use a diffuser as well um, as a great idea as well. But this is something that's super simple. You can just set there and just go. All right, the next DIY home cleaning agent is um, a glass cleaner or a window cleaner. You can use it for the glass cleaner or window cleaner. And this is great. I replaced this years ago um, for us, and you can make it up in a spray bottle and just, just leave it under your you know, kitchen sink just like you would you know, what you're currently using now. So what it is is it's a quarter white distilled vinegar, or a quarter teaspoon sorry um a half a teaspoon of liquid soap like dishwashing soap and uh, two cups of water and then you can add a few drops of essential oil if you want to to give it um, a really nice scent so um that because it does have a strong vinegar smell because vinegar is the main ingredient in there um but what you do is you just mix all that up in the a spray bottle and you put it in the spray bottle and then use that to clean your glass to clean your window um, We use a squeegee um, And then um, just wipe off the extra water. So uh, That is a great way to replace whatever you currently might possibly be using uh, The next one is um, a your basic all-purpose cleaner. You can clean it Use it to clean any of your surfaces, your floor, um, just lots of different things. So what it is, it's a half a teaspoon of washing soda, two teaspoons of borax, half a teaspoon of liquid soap, and two cups of hot water. So washing soda, if you're not familiar with that, washing soda is a chemical relative of baking soda. So you can get it in the laundry section at the grocery store. Um, So again, same thing, you would just mix all that up and put it in a spray bottle and just use that. It will stay indefinitely. um, And then you can mix it up and use that um, as your cleaner. So that can replace a lot of the different cleaners that you currently have. And then I wanted to share a DIY for the toilet bowl cleaner. There's lots of different things you can do. Um, But since I mentioned that was in several of the, several of the ingredients that I shared were in uh, toilet bowl cleaners, I wanted to share with you a toilet bowl cleaner that you can um, try out. So what you would do is use a quarter cup of white distilled vinegar. And two cups of water so combine that together in a spray bottle and shake it up and then what you're going to do is you're going to spray the rim of the toilet and just let it sit for 15 minutes and then scrub it with a brush so um, so it is more time-consuming but it's worth it to do without the chemicals um, and so get a really good brush to be able to um, scrub with as well and then the last DIY little trick so those are those are all super simple things you can easily easily replace and um they they keep you can keep them on hand and you can just make them up as you need them they last a while um so like you know you can make enough of it that you know you don't run out of it in one use so um so it's a great great place to start um you know with the new year fresh clean um try try that throw out some of the current cleaning products that you are using and replace them with these now the last thing i want to share is um, diy disinfectant wipes now i have never actually made these so if anyone's listening that has made them i know there's a lot of different recipes um you know that you can do uh, for this a lot of different ideas out there And so um, I'm all ears if you have one that you swear by that you love and and how you use it Um, but I thought uh, this was really interesting and I want to do this so I thought by sharing it with you um, you can hold me accountable you can check and be like hey did you actually do that and um, I just think it's really brilliant so you can try it yourself so I wanted to share this with you so the disinfectant wipe so this is how Um, you can make them. So you're going to have different uh, essential oils in this. And so I want to share this list of um, because I think it'd be helpful as you're doing various DIY um, uh, cleaning agents um, to share with you the list of antibacterial essential oils. So these essential oils are antibacterial eucalyptus, lemongrass, tea tree oil, grapefruit, palmarosa, cinnamon, rosemary, bergamot, orange, clove, oregano, thyme, basil, lavender, and peppermint. And interestingly enough, several studies have shown that cinnamon Um, has the most antibacterial properties. So I think that's very interesting. Uh, So I wanted to share that with you because that's a valuable piece of information um, for you to know and then for you to be able to incorporate into the DIY projects that you're doing. All right, so to make these wipes, the um, disinfectant wipes, what you're gonna need um, is you're gonna need one cup of high-proof vodka. Now, it is really important that the vodka is at least 70% alcohol. Um, that is key um, because that you need that aspect of it um, for, the, for the cleaning agent, okay? So one cup of high-proof vodka, at least 70% alcohol. Then you're gonna need two and a half to three tablespoons of Castile soap, And then you're gonna use 20 drops of lemongrass essential oil, and then 10 drops of tea tree essential oil, and then 10 drops of eucalyptus essential oil, okay? And then what you're gonna do is you're going to put these ingredients into a mason jar. So you're gonna have um, a mason jar with a lid or a sterilized pickle jar, so sterilize them. And uh, you're gonna put in the vodka and then the Castile soap and uh, mix that together and then add in the essential oils and mix them up. Don't shake it, don't do it too vigorously or else it all suds up. Um, So you mix them together and then you're going to take an old white t-shirt cut into squares or any other um, microfiber or other inexpensive cotton claws. and so you cut them into squares and then you put them You fold them up and then you put them down into the liquid and then they absorb the liquid and there you have your wipes that you can use. So um, you're going to make it in the glass jar and you're going to store it in the glass jar. It'll last for up to three to four weeks. And I thought it was interesting that when you use these DIY wipes that you're using them for the antibacterial for the disinfectant purpose. And so um, it's important um, to actually clean up the area first so that there aren't dirt and crumbs and things like you're not using it for that. You're going on the clean surface to disinfect and for the antibacterial properties. So that was an interesting distinction that I wanted to share as well. So if you make these, let me know. Um, definitely let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at Jenny Hardy. I would love to know how it worked for you. And if you have have a different recipe that you love um, or any other DIY um, cleaning supplies that you have been using for a while or had not started using or you know that you find simple definitely let us know because I think that would be a great thing to share with others and um, you can definitely hop into our Facebook group and um, share the information there as well I'm into our healthy living Facebook group so I'll have the link for that in the show notes as well but that would be a great place to have a conversation about this and share with one another as well so I'm going to try that and um, let's just report back to one another and see how that works so I hope this has been helpful for you to first of all understand and um, maybe it was a little bit eye-opening about the ingredients that are in the cleaning products that we are using and then steps that you can take to be able to make it a safer and healthier home for you and for your kids, for your whole family. So I hope this has been helpful, and I will see you next time. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV, or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny, have a good one.